0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This
1: week on the Chicago Bears Review. For the last few years, the dress rehearsal game has been a glimpse into a bad season for our beloved. But this year, the stakes were raised even further with Mike Lennon and Mitch Trubisky playing for the right to start week one. Which quarterback won the battle? And did the Bears make the right choice? All of this and so much more on the preseason week three review episode of the Chicago Bears Review. Over the last several years, it has no doubt been an absolute nightmare watching our beloved play the dress rehearsal game. And it was nice for a change, not to actually have to uh, pause the game, uh, you know, on the on the DVR so that I could go and vomit from watching the performance that the Bears have been putting out there. What's going on, everybody? Larity back for the week three review episode of the Chicago Bears Review, the preseason week three review episode of the Chicago Bears review special treat as I announced before uh, Dan Cotton from 24-7 sports uh, for the Titans is going to be joining us a little bit later on to kind of go over the game where he feels the Titans are and so on and so forth Uh, got a good uh, 20 minutes or so out of them uh, today uh, or excuse me Sunday today this is Tuesday morning I apologize for the late arrival of the show it's been a crazy weekend Um, I wanted to get the show done on Sunday night while my dad was still here Uh, in town maybe get him on the show a little bit for whatever reason this new mixer board that I have um, could not get uh, one of my other mics uh, to work so uh, unfortunately dad's not going to be on the show at least not now we'll get him on at some point but uh, not on this episode uh, unfortunately and then yesterday Monday I just uh, I don't want to get into it anyway so here I am First thing Tuesday morning before I get dressed and head off to work, going to crank out the show and get it out uh, for you guys. So but, um, you know, like I said, Sunday was uh, Sunday was a good day and a bad day all at the same time uh, for our beloved uh, Chicago Bears. It was good in the in the essence that, um, you know, the Titans are supposed to be a very good team. Uh, This year, they were nine and seven last year, almost won the division and made the playoffs, uh, lost Mariota, lost a couple of games towards the end of the uh, season and, uh, you know, ended up having to to pack it in early. But, uh, you know, this year, you know, with a healthy Mariota, a couple of more draft picks and some free agent signings uh, tossed in there. And, um, you know, they look like a team poised to take over the AFC South or or at the very least compete for a wildcard berth uh this year they got a strong running game they got the quarterback that has progressed in each of his first two uh seasons thus far you know they added Corey Davis in the draft even though he's not healthy right now but he's looking to be a big tool uh for them Delaney Walker who gave the Bears some fits on Sunday uh you know Derrick Henry and um uh DeMarco Murray uh in the backfield you know and a good defense on top of it so they look ready to uh uh to make a move which is why you know I was nervous going into this game, much like I was a year ago when we played the Chiefs. Uh, Same situation, national TV, Sunday afternoon, noon game, the whole world is watching and the Bears get their asses handed to them by the Chiefs. It was an embarrassing showing. This time on the other round, this time, uh, you know, a completely different uh, uh, scenario uh, for the Bears and some drama uh, going into it. You know, the, the, the Mike Glennon, uh, Mitch Trubisky uh, saga uh, going into the, the fact that Trubisky was going to get some time with the ones to start the second half. And how would Mike Glennon to respond to that? How would he do it? You know, week, week one against the Broncos, he was just awful, and, and Trubisky lit the world on fire uh, coming out and doing what he did there. And then week two, Glennon better, but not much, you know, threw a pick let a touchdown drive, that kind of thing. Trubisky had a couple of rookie moments in that in that game against the Cardinals, but otherwise outplayed Glennon for the second week in a row. And then here we go against Tennessee. And <laughs> to start things off, uh, Tennessee starts with the football, and uh, the defense throughout the afternoon was solid. I was very happy with the way the defense played. They had some moments, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But overall, you have to have a good... B B plus grade uh to the defense and the way they played four sacks uh in the game uh overall from start to finish uh this week and uh got mariota a couple of times it was a solid effort uh by our defense but uh on that first drive we get the bear or we get the titans fourth and inches and on the fourth and inches play leonard floyd made the penetration he got there and then whoever was blocking quentin demps Blocked Quinton Demps into Floyd, knocked him out of the way, and that gave, uh, it was either Henry or Murray, enough of momentum to get that fourth and inches. They go three and out after that and punt the ball away. And what makes that ominous is that the punt was perfect and landed out of bounds at the bear four yard line. So instead of having first and goal inside the Titan 30 yard line, now we're first and 10 at our own four yards and half our four yard line. We have to go all the way 96 yards with Mike Glennon at quarterback to, uh, to set it off. And sure enough, Glennon answered the call. Um, overall had a pretty decent game in that drive. He was actually pretty great, uh, in that first drive, you know, uh, Kendall Wright, was a man unhinged on that first drive uh you know three catches on that touchdown drive and he had at least two if not all three were third down catches that moved the chains for the bears and he seemed to get more and more hype you hear dan cotton talk about it he got more and more hype with every catch that he made he's playing against his old team team that drafted him in the first round and seemingly gave up on him because you know first round pick and he's on another team so that's uh you know he might have a little animosity uh towards his old mates but nonetheless there he was and um you know the bears look sharp a great outstanding catch from Cameron Meredith who unfortunately we'll have to talk about in a moment uh but just i mean it i don't i, I don't know if i can give the credit to glennon for making the throw or if it was just you know cuz the coverage was there i mean the guy was draped all over Meredith And his hands were just far enough out in front of uh, his defender to have enough room to get the football. Just an insane, bananas catch uh, that he made. Uh, Jordan Howard was back in this game, uh, made some pretty decent runs uh, as well. You know, the Bears move it down the field. We thought we had a touchdown pass to Kevin White, um, but uh, couldn't uh, haul it in. It was one of those things where it's like... It, You know, the defender hit it once it got to his hand, so it just kind of, you know, shuffled his way down his body. When he came up at the end of it, he had possession of the football, but he didn't have it when he got both uh, feet in. One play later, a wide open Deion Sims in the corner gets the Bears on the board, uh, seven uh, to nothing. And then from there, it was a continuation of the dominance on the defensive side. The Bears look really good. Uh, on the defensive side, still some issues with the secondary, though, and that's what I was alluding to. Um, that deep middle of the field is where the Titans started to find some weakness uh, on the defense, and no matter what level we were talking about, you know, it 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 kind of felt like maybe it was more of a scheme issue than a talent uh, issue, because regardless of the quarterbacks that were out there, the Titans exploited that area of the field a few times. Uh, on Sunday, mostly when Mariota was st- still out there with the ones. And, you know, I take that back because um, we talk about it with Dan uh, uh, in, you know, which you'll hear in a few minutes here, but uh, that the the Titans' number one offense stayed on the field until at least the first possession of the fourth quarter when they finally scored a touchdown. I mean, it was 12 to 7. It was 12 nothing at that point. They scored a touchdown, make it 12 uh, to 7 but their offense or Mike Malarkey, their head coach, not happy with the performance of his ones made those guys stay out there until they put one on the board. And you hear me talk to Dan about, it, I kind of like the attitude of you guys are going to stay out there until you get it right. Uh, kind of thing. But, um, you know, they were out there until, you know, the first, first minute, first couple of minutes of the fourth quarter, uh, before the second, uh, second teamers and such finally got their chance to, uh, play in the game. Um, you know, but uh, I mean, that also goes to show just how well the Bears defense played that the ones had to stay out there until the fourth quarter in that dress rehearsal game. When our uh, when our ones were on the sidelines, uh, you know, watching as opposed to having to get in there and um, continue to mix it up uh, with the Titans. So um, but the, um, the that that portion of the field there's kind of the deep middle. You know the the behind the linebacker in front of the safety portion, right in the middle of the field, though. So it wasn't like uh, you know years ago it used to say me like a broken record you used to hear me say that where it was exploited on all you know all three uh, parts of the field as it's divided up by the hash marks. It seemed to be that deep middle right there in the deep middle of the field is where the receivers and tight ends were able to find uh, you know their spots uh, out there and you know were were able to kill the bears for big chunks. Uh, of of yardage uh, from time to time. But uh, overall, it was a bend-but-don't-break kind of thing because the the, the touchdown that the Titans scored at the start of the fourth quarter with the ones playing against a bunch of twos and threes was the only score the Titans were able to muster uh, in the football game. Aside from that, a missed field goal, uh, I think in the second quarter was the only offense the Titans were able to generate against the Bears uh, on Sunday. So overall, you got to walk away thinking, you know, thinking good thoughts uh, about the bears. And then uh, of course the other big news uh, on, on Sunday before we get to the, the injury news um, Trubisky came out and you know, Glennon had a solid first half. He looked really, really good uh, in the first half. You got to give credit where credit is due uh, to um, you know, to Mike Glennon. And um, I'm trying to pull up his stats. Now they were, they were good. You know, uh, he, he didn't have any intercepts, didn't even have any of those moments that he had. I mean, not only did he throw the, 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 the interception against Tyron Matthew last week against the Cardinals, uh, he also had one or two others that were dropped that should have been interceptions. He didn't have a moment like that, uh, this week against the, uh, the Titans, you know, you were kind of worried that, you know, maybe this guy isn't mentally strong enough to handle the pressure that Trubisky is putting on him this moment. But then, you know, he kind of put that to bed at least on Sunday, you know, in this one occurrence, he definitely put that to bed. And I definitely think he's going to be our starter week one against the Falcons, which is probably what the bears wanted all along. Um, you know, it's like the, the whole thing, whereas you know, Trubisky was kind of forcing their hand or, you know, I should say Mike Glennon, was forcing their hand because he was not playing like the guy that was ready to play week one. And Trubisky from moment one against the Broncos did. Uh, and he played well again on on Sunday against the uh, against the Titans. I mean, you know, he did look good. Uh, had an absolute beautiful throw. I mean, perfect play action, stepped in the pocket, set his feet, you know, launched it down the field. A 45-yard touchdown pass to Tenor Gentry um that put the game out of reach 19 to 7 was the score after that and that ended up being our our final uh in that one but um uh, you know trubisky looked sharp again uh you know accurate and uh no interceptions no rookie moments like he had last week against arizona and uh you know overall i mean we're we're you know based on sunday's performance it looks like we have a good situation at the quarterback position right now like you know you know like a lot of teams when your starter's in there and then he gets hurt and then the next guy behind him is a backup for a reason we're in a good spot right now you know especially if the Bears stick to it and leave Trubisky at number two instead of putting Sanchez in there because he's the veteran uh, or anything if anything happens during the season and you know Glennon goes down having Trubisky step up is not a bad thing for bear fam i mean half of us want him to be playing anyway and the other half have seen him play in the preseason and know that he can handle it so it's not like uh last year when cutler went down and oh god here comes brian hoyer you know and then oh god brian Hoyer's down here comes matt barkley now we're really screwed you know kind of thing it's it there's there isn't that you know going off the edge of the cliff when when your starter goes down uh at the quarterback spot at least not this year anyway that could be different in 2018 we'll have to wait and see but uh right here right now with Glennon at one and Trubisky 1a we're in a good spot at at, uh at quarterback and uh you know I I, I think that we'll be okay uh on offense so long as we can uh, so long as we can get the passing game going I think the Bears are going to be okay because we know we got the running game with uh Jordan Howard Tariq Cohen, who didn't play much on, on Sunday, probably because he didn't need to. And, um, you know, uh, Jeremy Langford played for the first time in the preseason. He looked good trying to get himself on the roster with Kadeem Harry, uh, Carey down with the, the wrist injury. You know, and even Benny Cunningham, we can't discount him because of what he can do for us on special teams. So we could be carrying uh, four running backs. Kadeem Carey might have just taken himself out of the shuffle with that wrist injury. So... We're going to have to see. I mean, I know the Bears, I predict the Bears will carry at least four running backs. But the question will be, you know, the final, you know, the, the final two spots are going to go to Cunningham, Carey, or Langford. who's the odd man out there as far as special teams. I think it's Jeremy Langford, but the injury might make it uh, Kadeem carry. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to look there. So offensive line has looked good even without Kyle uh long but we could still use him back in there uh one thing i did notice about the o-line Horonus Grasu had the same issue now that he had when he was a rookie which was he doesn't seem to be able to handle big strong defensive line he seemed like he was getting pushed back quite a bit uh in the game uh on sunday not really an issue you ever saw with uh cody whitehair last year so we definitely want long back in there to put whitehair back at center And I think that's our best five right there because, um, the other news coming out of bear camp this week was, um, looks like we're stuck with Charles Leno. Um, not really thrilled about that, but he got a four year, $38 million contract extension, uh, last week, which means we're stuck with this guy. And, uh, so I, I get, I mean, I don't know. They, they obviously get to see more of it than I do with, you know, the, with the film study and so on and so forth and um they want him to be the left tackle of the future so we got him for at least four more years uh after this so um we'll see how we'll see how he plays now that he's gone from a seventh uh seventh round uh pay scale to a uh you know to a top 20 uh offensive lineman pay scale i mean four years 38 million averages out to about nine and a half million dollars a season so that's uh a significant raise from somebody who's only only making about four hundred thousand dollars this year as a seventh round pick. So, um, yeah, that's uh, quite a big jump uh, in pay. So we'll see uh, see how that extra cash will affect him uh, on the field. You know, will he stay hungry like he has been, and you know, played well enough to get himself on the field, and played well enough to keep himself on the field and earn a contract from his from the team that drafted him. Um, you know, will he be able to continually maintain? that same level of of hunger, you know, to to play to be one of the elite instead of just like, well, I got paid, I can ease off the gas now. So, and then finally, before we get to uh, Dan Cotton, um the bad news uh, out of uh out of the game on Sunday, two significant uh injuries. The first and most significant one being to Cameron Meredith, uh his second catch on the day. He still ended up being the leading receiver because of it, but Second catch of the day is a crossing route. uh, You know, going across the middle of the field makes the catch, breaks a tackle, get away and then gets folded up. Basically. Um, His knee gave way and uh, was confirmed earlier today. He does have a torn ACL and maybe some other damage to the knee uh, as well. He is done for 2017. And that is a big, big blow to a wide receiving core that needed him desperately. So, um you know hopefully kevin white can answer the call and uh step up and be the guy that we drafted seventh overall two years ago um but uh you know just on the face of it this is a big blow uh to our offense and um you know i don't know who that opens the door for will it be victor cruz will it be tanner gentry uh that will get to make the team without uh cameron meredith uh, out there we'll have to wait and see when final cuts come uh later this weekend but um you know right now I mean that's that's a big that's a big blow I mean the, the two catches that he made on Sunday proved how important he were how was to this uh to this to this offense and um you know it's gonna suck not having him there the guy's been an absolute gem that that Ryan Pace found you know undrafted free agent out of uh, Illinois State you know a Chicago kid or at least you know right outside the city uh is where he grew up so this is kind of like a dream come true playing for the Bears and and so on and uh you know not only has he played well enough to stick around, he's the best receiver on the team right now. So, you know, but who does this open the door for? I think Kendall Wright earned his roster spot on Sunday. Victor Cruz has barely been out there since week one against the Broncos. He's barely been out there uh, against Arizona and, and Tennessee. Uh, I don't know what message that is sending or if were, if we're saving him for the season or, you know, maybe there's something we don't know that's going on, but he's barely played in the last two uh, preseason games. Does that open the door for him? does it open for channel gentry and 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 so or does it open the door for us to keep an extra tight end and uh you know have them line up out wide to go with shaheen and and uh and miller and sims and so on you know do we hang on to daniel brown as a fourth tight end or do we keep a sixth wide receiver you know we'll have to we'll have to see how that all shakes out when the uh final cuts get made and also we still have a game against cleveland to play on thursday uh to kind of hash out who stays and who doesn't kind of thing so the other big injury um ended up not being that big a deal as far as this game was concerned tom compton ended up being a pretty uh capable um emergency guy but our uh, patrick scales our long snapper also tore an acl uh against the uh the i was gonna say falcons against the, the titans uh on sunday he is also done uh for the season i saw the bears were close to signing a new long snapper didn't see who it was but apparently we're bringing somebody in so that's uh you know being addressed uh right now and um you know leonard floyd left the game with a foot injury was told is not significant nothing we need to worry about prince of (laughs) Mukamura misses the game against arizona with i think a hamstring leaves uh the the game against the titans second or third play even if he made it that far into the game with an ankle injury and was done for the day so prince of Mukamura you know, this is what got him booted from the Giants, this is why he only played for a year in Jacksonville, was that he couldn't stay healthy last year, and he's already living up to that, giving Kyle Fuller all the chance in the world to keep his spot uh, and stay on the team, so, um, you know, we signed Cooper and Amukamura to be the starters at corner this year, and uh, right now, uh, you know, Amukamura can't keep himself out there to actually do it, so, You know, he'll earn his paycheck this year, and then he'll probably be off somewhere else, which is the last thing that Mukamura says that he wants, but he can't stay healthy uh, to build a foundation anywhere anymore. So um, any other injuries I'm trying to think of? um, Nothing comes to mind uh, at the moment. But um, overall, it was a good day, a great day, compared to what we've had to sit through the last few years on Dress Rehearsal Day. I think back to 2014, that embarrassing you know giving up 31 points to the seahawks before halftime i forget who we played in 2015 but last year it was the chiefs and they just mauled us all day long just that's just a horrible horrible performance out of them you know and gave us a window into the 3 and 13 team that we had uh last season when you look at this team and how they played on sunday against the team that we played against it gives you a little bit of hope you know like hey you know maybe uh Maybe we might be able to do some things uh, this year. If we can maintain what we did on Sunday, it might not be such a bad year after all, and definitely one worth making 2018 the year to really get excited about. So, um, you know, don't know what to expect from this team this year. Uh, The defense and our health overall will be the key to everything, you know. But um, hopefully it will, uh, you know, we'll have a lot more happy victory Mondays and, Uh, and everything going into this year because we had three lousy victory episodes last week last year i would like to do two to three times more than that at least this year so anyway that's going to do it for my little review of the uh of the game on sunday the bears win 19 to 7 go to two and one on the preseason and uh get ready to finish it out against the browns on thursday night Right now, we'll step aside and bring out our good friend Dan Cotton from 24/7 Sports to kind of review the game with me. Almost uh, it was like less than two hours after it ended.
0: Well, we're coming. Hey Larry, how's it going
1: man? Dan, how are you doing?
0: Hot baller, but other than that I'm okay.
1: Michelle? <laughs> oh, not too bad. Uh my guys actually didn't look horrible today, so you know, the last uh the last few dress rehearsal games for us have been quite disastrous. So the fact that we looked even semi-competent in this football game was uh, a pretty big uh lift uh yes. for for me. So uh you know. So um so yeah, how uh Things, man. I mean, when, the, when we were getting ready to play, we were talking like what we had like five games left in the season. You guys had to go on a run to to get it uh, to get into the playoffs. And um, funny enough, it was a loss to the Jaguars that sunk you, and in, instead of having to come down to that last game against Houston,
0: yeah, I lost the Jaguars. And obviously, Mar- uh, uh, Marcus getting hurt that was like a yeah. double win. Yeah, it was kind of like the, the game that I what, you know, once to soon forget, if you know what I mean. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um,
0: was a good off season for you guys this year. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, uh, the Titans had some good good pieces on the offense to the draft, and uh, it's going uh, for the first time in a long time. I feel confident saying the Titans will actually uh will go to the uh, go into the season with some guys that will that they'll cut that that will have a good chance of you know uh, of making one of the other uh 31 teams so it's good so uh, so it's a good problem to have
1: yeah yeah no absolutely i mean i, I really like the titans a lot uh this year i mean I'm, I'm having a hard time not picking them uh to at least if they don't win the division to at least be a wild card uh this season when it comes time to to make the make my my picks that stick uh if you will, when I try to figure out who's yeah. who's going to make the playoffs, I'm I'm having a hard time keeping Tennessee out of it at this point.
0: Well, let's uh, hope that, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I mean I I'm afraid that maybe the Titans have you know weather where uh, uh, the clipping so to speak. And so, uh, but uh, you know we'll see for sure here in two weeks from today. So yeah, we'll see what you, yeah. Know, how, you know how things uh, shake out week one. So. There we go. So we, we get into this into this game,
1: the 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 ever-present um, you know dress rehearsal game, yes. the one where the the teams actually most teams game plan uh, for this one. They spend the whole weekend in, in preparation, like they're they're like going into a a regular uh, season game. The starters are going to play into the into the second half, mm-hmm. uh, and um, you know coming coming into it right away. I mean, I honestly, I mean, I figured this would be as good a test as the bears were going to have in the preseason um for the second year in a row on dress rehearsal we played the chiefs last year we're playing an afc team that looks like they're on the cusp of making some noise in the division or in the in the conference if not you know at least making a a move in their own uh division and the chiefs wiped the floor with us last year uh so i was uh, wondering you know how the bears would stand up against uh tennessee and just right off the bat um, just the first two possessions, the first the offensive drive for the Titans. And then again, the first offensive drive for the bears, uh, it was coming up all Chicago there for the first, uh, for the first quarter.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was pretty much all Chicago all, all day. So it was big there in the first quarter and, and, you know, uh, in the first half, no doubt. Yeah. This it's, it felt like the Titans just came in, came out flat and mm-hmm. were not prepared and it showed them the field. The Bears, you know, took a, a punt that uh, Brett Kern uh, put down at the four-yard line. They went 96 yards and, and you know, and scored the first touchdown. Yeah. And yeah. They, kept, they pretty much just had the momentum throughout the first half, the first quarter, and just loaded it out until the half. And obviously just continued on the second half with a big, uh, nice uh, touchdown throw by your your uh, number two – by your num- – by your top pick in the draft. I mean, he actually for sure looks apart. part, you know, obviously time will tell. Uh, right. I mean,
1: right. it, it was a very important game for the bears because this was going to be, um, this was supposed to solve our quarterback yes. competition and uh, Mike Glennon coming out uh, and, and leading that drive mm-hmm. and, and actually looking like the guy that we thought we were signing uh, yes. in, in free agency and uh, you know, had some, had some really good looking throws and was seven for nine, uh, on that drive and leading it down and, um, you know, throwing the touchdown pass to, to cap things off. And, uh, you know, and here I was when the Titans were on offense here, I was cursing my defense for not being able to stop you guys on, on fourth and inches because you know, the result was that punter, uh, putting one inside the five yard line instead of us having it first and 10 from the Titan 30 yard line, we're at our own four yard. We got to march all the way down the field. And it turned out it wasn't a problem, or at least on that uh, that opening drive. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a very impressive drive, one that I really wasn't expecting. Uh, Mike Lennon had not performed up to standards um, in the first two games. He, he had been outplayed by Trubisky in those first two games, which is why it was, you know, going into this one. Why? Pretty much everyone was expecting Glennon to fall flat again, and the Bears sure. would have no choice but to start the rookie week one.
0: Yes, and uh, and to add of that, a old friend of uh, the Titans, uh, Kendall Wright. I, Kendall Wright. I, I'm not sure that there was a. Uh, it, it, I'm not sure that there was anyone else more excited about that drive than Kendall <laughs> Wright. He repeatedly, rah rah rah! You know, after one of those big throwdown uh, receptions, he would you know. He would wave over to the Titans staff over there. I mean, he did it more than once, and he, uh, he, he got the best of uh, Adory Jackson more than once on that drive. Uh, that that ended up in you know in, in the Bears' first touchdown of the game. So.
1: Yeah, he had three catches on that drive. That uh, and I think two of them were on third down. Yes. that moved the chains and, and got the Bears into the uh, into the end zone. But um, you know, in the second half, or excuse me, the second quarter. Um, highlighted by the um, the Bears actually getting the Titans deep in their own territory, it seemed like uh, you know if you were playing uh, offense coming out of that uh, you know going in that direction, you couldn't get your you had you it was a rule you had to start inside your own five yard line uh, there because when the when the when the goal switched in the second quarter, it's the Titans that are you know playing offense outside their own uh, inside their own five yard line and what first we had two outstanding. Coffin corner punts from the from your punter that put the Bears inside the five yard line twice uh, in the first quarter, and then on punt number three, uh, Roy Robertson Harris for the Bears runs right through and, and blocks it uh, back into the end zone for what ended up being uh, a safety uh, in favor of the Bears.
0: Yeah, and uh, and so the Titans. Uh, not, not sure if you noticed now, but the Titans were uh, were missing their uh, their trusty long snapper. Uh, well brinkley he was out uh due to injuries so they actually had their backup uh, long separate in there but i'm not sure that would have matter because uh, the bears got the pressure and uh got the you know got, got the safety what's initially was called a touchback by our old friend Ed Hockley, ed yeah he he had a rough day. That's a that's to yeah. say it, it it was a preseason, it it was a preseason for the uh for the officials as well yeah so old ed uh, was uh you know
1: there you go so, um, I mean, the, the one thing, just looking at the first half uh, in general, the one thing that I was rather surprised to see, or, or at least something that I hadn't seen in my limited time watching him play, was how how off-target Marcus Mariota was uh, in the first half. I mean, his numbers weren't bad uh, in the first half, but it seemed like the passes that he missed, he seemed to miss by a mile. I mean, he was overthrowing guys, uh, you know, tossing it into the into the stands, and the announcers weren't really sure if he was having an off day or if he was just throwing it away because there was nothing there?
0: Uh, Answer your question. It was a combination of the two. Uh, he yeah. didn't have a, thanks to the Bears defense, he he, would, he really didn't have a clean pocket for most of those throws. Yes, he, he threw a couple of those away, uh, but I would say half were throwaways and, and half were bad throws by Marcus. He's, he's had a problem where – he completed like fifty two percent of his passes last year, uh, to the right side. So he's got that's still a thing that he's gotta get better at going into to this season. So throwing to his right that's and that's kinda of surprising, you know, He he him being a uh, right hand uh thrower. Yeah. That that's something that he's gotta work on and you know, I mean obviously he he realizes that. He's talked about that after practice multiple times, but yeah, I mean he's gotta have a clean pocket to get and with him it, it it's about his footwork. So so if he doesn't have good footwork, he's likely to he's he's likely to to, to throw high and he did that more than once on a Sunday. And he had by far his worst game of the preseason and 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 obviously he I mean he made it to that as much after the game in his post in his post pre, uh, game uh, press conference that he's got work to do, as well as his uh, O line for sure because they gave up uh, four sacks on a day yeah. uh, to the Bears and that I mean that's not supposed to happen by one of the so-called better top five O lines in the you know in the league. They've got to do a better job of protecting number uh, number eight for sure. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I was. Uh, that was one of the notes that I was taking during the the game was that uh, even when they weren't able to get to Mariota, there was a ton of pressure. Yes. Uh, around him, the Bears were collapsing the pocket and uh, and so on. And um, but uh, into the second half, when the Titans, you know, started to move the ball a little bit better, they were able to run the ball. It seemed like Derrick Henry had more success running the ball today than Demarco Murray did, and. Um, the 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 Titans seem to find that soft spot in the Bears defense, which apparently is the deep middle, uh, because the that's where the the receivers were living there uh, in the second half, especially in that one touchdown drive that the Titans uh, did have, was that um, you know finding that space b- behind the, the the linebacker and in front of the safety in the middle mm-hmm. of the field seemed to be where the Titans' money spot was uh, on offense today.
0: Yeah, and and if recall, uh, in uh, in Last year's game in Chicago, uh, Henry had a much better game on the ground than Murray did, mm-hmm. and uh, and just like you alluded to, that was, I mean, that was the case again today. I mean, and in all fairness, it was uh, it it was Murray's first you know first action of the preseason, so he, oh, okay. he was a little rusty, but uh, I mean, he had a couple good runs, and then obviously the line did do their job, and he got uh, a stymie more than once but uh, for some reason Henry just plays better against the Bears than uh than uh, Murray does
1: and um you know it it was um you know and then in this in the second half Mitch Trubisky comes out um uh plays against the uh plays against the ones I mean how many do you when you you, does the starting defense for the second half I'm at how many? How much of that were still the ones, and and how much of it was uh was twos? Was was it a mixture of the two?
0: It was a mixture of, of the two. Yeah, uh, okay. he didn't play the second half. I think I don't think I don't recall seeing a, a rag pull out there. Yeah, so it was a mixture, of uh, to charge the second half. Uh, I want to say it's like seventy five percent the backups versus the, uh, uh, versus starters for the Titans on defense.
1: Right, and when Trubisky comes out, it's uh, three and out to. To start, and he seemed to like warm up as as opposed to what he's done in the first two games was where he got off to a fast start and then you know uh, got into his game. He he kind of got off to a slow start and seemed to improve as the second half went along, capped off by a forty-five yard touchdown pass there to uh, Tanner. Beautiful throw. I mean, had all the time in the world, play action, and uh, Gentry had a step on his man, and and uh, you know basically that was the score that that kind of put the game out of reach there uh for uh for tennessee so you know i know that as as a bear fan i know that my fellow bear fans are going to make this decision as difficult as possible uh for the for the brass but i think that the fact that glennon played so well in the second half and or excuse me in the first half that um i think that pretty much seals it up glennon's going to be the guy at least for the first you know several games into the season we'll go from there and we'll let trubisky sit back and uh Sit back and learn, because uh, you know Glennon finally earned the spot. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I'm John Facts, I mean, I, I don't see any way that you don't start uh, start him on you know him on week one. At, you know, obviously if things uh, change, he has to rough first half. Then maybe pull a you know pull in uh, bring in uh, Mitchell as mm-hmm. he wants to be called now by his right. mom, supposedly. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I I see no reason why the Bears should not start. Um, Mike Glenn, uh, week
1: one. Right, and and I agree with that, and especially, if for no other reason, if if you've ever had a chance to look at the first eight games of our schedule, it is as brutal a first eight games as just about any team in the league has to deal with uh, this year. I mean, the first four games alone are Atlanta, Tampa Bay, um, Pittsburgh, and Green Bay. So those are the first four games. We started 0 and 3 the last two years. We are in great danger of starting 0 and 4 just looking at it on paper uh this year and I would much prefer the veteran having to yeah. take those lumps instead of my, you know, instead of my high draft pick well, uh true. doing that. So um you know, call me crazy, but I I think that I would rather the veteran have to suffer through that than the, than the yes. rookie. So um um but um you know, overall what did you uh what did you think of how uh, Tennessee performed? Uh, today, because it, it to me it looks like the second half was better than the first, but there's still some work to do.
0: Well, yeah, and 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 I'm pretty sure that uh, I mean that's the reason why that uh the Titans elected to keep the stars on offense in there until the the, uh, the first I guess it was the second possession of the fourth quarter. I mean they were determined to keep them in there until they went down and you know at least scored. Uh, overall, I mean, I would give them a solid D. To be frank, I mean, wow. they came okay. flat, they they just they just untimely penalties backed them up when they were trying to make uh, make a run there in the first half. A uh, Taylor Wan uncalled for uh, face mask. and then uh, the little skirmish there in the in the first uh, first quarter between uh, that you know they got uh, Jay Howard, Jay Howard, and then. Uh, 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 Quentin Spain From the Titans uh, Tossed I mean he's uh, He's one of the. I mean he's a Road grader in there And And uh losing him As early as it did Didn't have to run the game Right Sure So All in all I, I mean I will give I mean I will give The Titans effort Today a, a solid D And um, You know I really like that
1: that, that that Malarkey did Obviously it's a risk Especially on a day like today Where where, you know, or at least on the bear side of things, people were getting hurt. But um, I really like the the mentality of, Mar- of Malarkey. He's like, you guys are going to stay out there until you get it right. Uh, yes. kind of thing, especially on the offensive side. Because like you said, when Trubisky started the second half, uh, you had a mixture of ones and twos out there. So some guys were already being sat down, but the ones played into the fourth quarter until they finally put one on the board.
0: Yeah, and now that, and they didn't, they did, though you know, what, what I, what I did like is, uh, is that he, he took out uh, a Walker, the tight end. I mean, that was, you know, but he made he made a point to keep the starting line in there, minus Spain and 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 Marcus in there to get them some work, much needed work, and to prove a point that, that they needed to go out on a high note, so to speak. Uh, uh, you know, as obviously they will not be playing at all in the upcoming game on Thursday. So this right. is. Mean, right. Right. Last game action until the opener against uh, the Raiders in two weeks. So, well, one thing that
1: um, that I uh, would have to say is in 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 it's either either he's in midseason form or my guy's got a lot of work to do because Marcus Mariota drew Lamar Houston offsides three times alone with his uh, with his cadence. So I'd say that Marcus Mariota's cadence is in midseason form at this point. If because he four four offside yeah. penalties against the Bears I, yes. uh, today, so it's like. Uh, Either we have a lot of work to do or Marcus Mariota's got that thing down already.
0: Yeah, so he had two in the first half and then uh, and then two in the second half. I mean, that was one of the – I mean, there were not many bright bright uh, spots on offense, but that was one of the uh, uh, handful, if you will, uh, you know, for the Titans on the day. Uh, so, I mean, I guess if, if, it was, if it was a silver lining, that was definitely it. Right,
1: right. All right, well, Dan, I'm not going to take up too much more of uh, your Sunday. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, talk yeah. to us about this all-important uh, dress rehearsal game. And like I said, I'm looking for big things from the uh, from the Titans uh, this year. I hope to see you guys uh, in the playoffs, one way or the other.
0: It would be nice to be the first time since uh, 2008, if it you know it, if it happens. So it, it would definitely be a welcome sign here in Nashville for sure. All right, Dan
1: Cotton Sports 20, or excuse me, Dan Cotton from 24. 7 Sports, I appreciate your time, man. You have a good day. Larry, you as well, sir. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. As always, I want to thank Dan Cotton, 247sports.com, for the Titans uh, for being on the show and helping us go through that dress rehearsal uh, game. And, uh, you know, like I said, I am expecting big things from the Titans this year uh like I told him uh you know going through uh wanting to make my picks that stick uh, I am having trouble keeping the Titans out of the wild card race at the least in the AFC. Now maybe that's just the maybe that's just me wanting there to be some kind of changing of the guard in the AFC cuz I'm tired of it being the same three teams over and over uh every year. It's either the Steelers, the Broncos or the the Patriots every single year now that the the Colts have kind of fallen out of it and uh You know, and and maybe once in a decade you get the Ravens in there. Other than that, those are the teams. It's Pittsburgh, it's New England, or it's Denver that goes to the Super Bowl every year. And I would really like to see somebody else do it for a change. You know, can it be the Texans or the Titans or the Dolphins or the Raiders or, you know, the Chiefs for Christ? Anybody, step up and do it, man. The Bengals, let's see them do it. I don't care. Anybody but the, the big three, let's just call them. Uh, in the AFC, we'd like to see somebody step up and take hold of that conference, you know, not just this year, but for a couple of years and, and knock the Patriots uh, out of it. And, and and let's get back to uh, some parity in the AFC, except for everyone just making way for Denver, Pittsburgh, or New England uh, to take the crown like they always do. So uh, on the NFC, I mean, you see a revolving door. You know, the only team that's been there back-to-back was when Seattle did it in 20. 20- 13 and 2014 other than that it's been a different team uh every year now some teams have gone back like the giants went back twice but there were four years in between uh those visits so um you know hopefully that's something that will continue to go uh in the nfc you know it's uh i don't root for the falcons to do poorly this year but i would like to see somebody other than atlanta in the super bowl like i don't know the bears maybe who cares you know whatever but, uh, you know, again, we want to thank Dan for uh, for coming out on the uh, show. And uh, hopefully the Sunday is more of an anomaly for the Titans than it will be a window into what the season has to hold. And for the Bears, I hope it is an, a window into what the season has uh, ahead for us. Uh, would like to see a lot more than 19 points on the board uh, this year. But, uh, you know, keeping the opponent down to seven, I definitely can handle uh, watching that happen about a dozen times or so uh, this year. So, yeah. Um, You know, the last few years, it has been a window into what we can look forward to in the season. And uh, hopefully that's a trend that continues because the Bears look pretty damn good uh, on Sunday. So um, that is going to do it for the preseason week three review episode of the Chicago Bears review. Um, The game is on Thursday night, but I won't be back until I would say at least Saturday when all the cuts have been made. And we can introduce you to the 53 man roster for our beloved Chicago Bears who made the team. Who didn't? We'll touch briefly on the game against Cleveland, but it'll mostly be about who made the team and throwing out my picks that stick, which usually end up being horribly wrong anyway. So we'll have some fun with that. So until then, my name is Larry D, and this has been the Chicago Bears Review.